back again after the break. Thank you. Thank you again to Haley uh, for coming on today uh, and talking to us about Torch Warrior Wear and your background, your experiences, being in the military, to doing cheerleading and, you know, the whole gambit, really, and being a solo entrepreneur for a little bit and being able to bring your team on board and really bring that brand to where it is today. Um, and I think that, you know, we have a little bit more that we want to kind of get into and talk about. Um, and Michael wants to kind of go down a lane where he feels is a little bit more sentimental to who you are and where we kind of hope to go and what we hope to understand from you. I can't count the amount of founders that feel like they can't start businesses, they can't sell their products without a co-founder, even though they're the person who came up with the idea. Um, and it's even more common on founders of color where there feels like this need, there needs to be someone to co-found and bring the idea together, especially when it's in a technical space. Um, mm -hmm. We understand that you have a grit, a gumption, a chutzpah uh, that's instilled in you from your parents. Um, how has the solo founder journey been? And what tidbits can you give to people to get out of that rut and create something from scratch by themselves? Yeah, no, I've never felt like a solopreneur. I, there's so many fun little words, solopreneur, vetrepreneur, you know, there's all these little cute words. I like to... I like to, I'm trying to make athletepreneur happen, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, I might just trademark that and just trying to make it happen. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, again, when you're an athlete or when you're in the military, the first thing that they teach you is to be a team player. And regardless if you're starting a business with somebody or not, there's so many ways to build a team around you without having to have a co-founder. I mean, Personally, I have I have another business. Um, I do have a co-founder for that business, actually. We focus on creating retreats, team retreats for professional cheerleading teams. So again, a very specific niche um, company. And, you know, the reason I brought her on was because I was having, a, I had another business and I was like, I don't have the time. Like I genuinely just don't have the time. But if you're only attacking one business, I mean, you can hire a business coach. I hired a business coach for Torch, and she, I would say she's kind of like a co-founder, but I mean, she's helped me structure this business from the ground up. Um, shout out Shannon. I can give all the information for her. Um, but she like, I, it's funny. I look at her now. I'm like, you kind of like were my co-founder, but I didn't have to give her equity. I didn't have to like put any titles. It was just like mentorship because I think when you don't you think people think they need a co-founder because they don't know everything, but you can find the information in other ways. And I joined a lot of incubators, um, veteran specific incubators, bunker labs. Um, I did another one through, where, oh, I forgot where I was. Um, yeah, no, the, the bunker labs was like the biggest one that I did a couple little other ones here, but you can, fill in the pieces without having like somebody right like who's technically there all the time having a co-founder is like being married to somebody i mean that's really what it is um it's 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 a lot of communication it's a lot of everything um i love my co-founder for my other business but sometimes i'm like i just like calling the shots and that's why i appreciate it with torch sometimes and i'm like i'm gonna just make this decision this is my decision i'm gonna go in this direction so um yeah, I don't know. I don't think you have to unless you're running multiple businesses. Maybe you need just like an extra set of eyes. But yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, we did a segment boom or bust. So you're saying it's it can boom when 
again, there's a need to have additional people. Um, there's time commitments, but it can be a bust if you're outsourcing your vision. And, and like you said, there's mentorship and other ways that you can you can utilize. Yeah. And it's funny, I'll reference my dad here. He's hilarious. Um, he's an entrepreneur too, runs his own trucking company. He's like, yeah, I always like to have 100% of the pie. I, he's like, well, not technically, you know, but, you know, but it's like, he's like, I'm a, I'm a lone wolf. I'm a lone wolf. So maybe I get that from him a little bit because I'm like, I can do this. I, I can do this. <laughs> You've been doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. I think that that lone wolf kind of stature from a lot of different perspectives kind of helps and harms us in a, in a sense as entrepreneurs, because it's like sometimes we may not go get that help immediately when we probably should. Um, and it'll take us a little bit to kind of come around to a new thought or new kind of way of thinking as a result of, you know, being taught from the market. Of course, that's always how we learn, um, you know, yeah. which way or which way not exactly. to go. Right. Um, so I hear that for sure. And then right. Michael's point on the solopreneur, I think that like, to every to every entrepreneur out there, especially if you are a student entrepreneur that is coming up through college, maybe you're an RTC, maybe not, maybe you're you're a young JAG officer or whoever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, that is out there. You don't necessarily need a co-founder or partner in a business, but what you do need is a solid support team of people around you to help you when you are in times where you need it most. Um, because yes. sometimes all you need is somebody to talk something through, and that is what you need in order to get that mental breakthrough to get through your next problem that you have in your business. Um, yes. And I find that, you know, for me, knowing that I also have multiple businesses on the side, I run this with Michael, I run upfront with Anthony, and I have my own business, AO Advisors, um, which is my nice. own thing, right? That's growing yeah. and, and blossoming, but, to Haley's point, right? That's my own thing where I don't have to listen to anybody. I don't have to question anybody on anything that I do. But with this and everything else, there's a lot of communication that I don't think a lot of people understand that needs to go into, you know, a, a working and living and breathing product that actually provides value to others. Um, and I think that from a lot of different perspectives, when you do have, you know, that mentor that may be that quote unquote co-founder, but is that sounding board to help you build your business? It's those things that we find that are literally the diamonds in the rough that help us kind of get further that you may just, it may just be right around the corner for you. And you just, you know, just need to look an extra minute, an extra day. Right. Um, and I think that yep. we sometimes get a little bit caught up with the, the immediacy of today's world, right? We're able to get things at our doorstep and we're not able to kind of take the time, plan things out. And I just put a newsletter article out on, on keep it real recently about like, just really taking the time to be honest with our current positions and seeing what we have, what we don't have, understanding what our, our strengths and weaknesses are and being real with ourselves about that and getting the help where we need it, when we need it best from the experts who do it best. And if not the experts, get the friends, get the support you need, um, go to the incubators, the labs, right, um, to get it done. Now, I have my own thing against accelerators and incubators because uh, as a founder, we all do. Um, but I do think that at least for you, Haley, they have worked and they've made it possible for you to kind of grow and build your business into what it is today. And, you know, you turn you into the entrepreneur that you are today. So that's definitely dope. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're, you're, you're dead on the lair. Like 
you know, here's the thing. At the end of the day, no one's going to care about your business as much as you do. And no one's going to help you as much as you can help yourself. Like genuinely, you have to take that responsibility. Like incubate, all the incubators I've been a part of have been great just because I took the responsibility of just like learning everything that I could, I could from them, but that didn't mean they were going to give me everything. It was like, I was constantly supplementing in other ways. Um, you know, supplementing, it through my own business coach or supplementing it through going to conferences and like entrepreneurial focused, um, you know, events and stuff like that. Like it was always multiple things that you have. You can't just stick to one space and expect it to give you all that you need. So I'm a big proponent of like really leaning into different markets and just like learning what you can and piecemealing everything together. 100%. And it can't happen without discipline. Um, you spoke through your parents' discipline and um, how you ended up in Atlanta uh, as a recruiter trying to bring more people into uh, the military. Yeah. That happens. You know, a lot of people do that. But then, you know, usually uh, on Sundays, people don't get ready to cheer for an Atlanta Falcons game. Um, you have a successful career as an NFL cheerleader. You have a successful business helping NFL cheerleading teams stay connected. I'd love to hear about that connection. Um, in something that I'm sure you've done uh, as a child to now as an adult and entrepreneur, you're still providing some of that value and and showing a reflection of who you are. Yeah. Oh, man. This is my heart. Um, I am and always will be a dancer and a cheerleader and a performer. And, you know, being a part of the Penn State cheerleading team really launched my, like, the trajectory of heading into the professional space. Um, I was recruited at a Big Ten basketball game. Um, it was a tournament in Chicago, and I was recruited by the Miami Dolphins. Actually, um, they had scouts coming to games and just like giving little cards. Hey, come to Miami and come to a, a, a clinic and just like see what you like about. You see if you like pro cheer. I had never thought about it in my life, and. When the opportunity came, I was like, all right, like, let me just go go to Miami. Why not? Like, who cares? And so I went down there. I had some fun. And that was right before I found out that the Air Force was actually going to station me in Atlanta and not Miami. So I had to turn down the Miami opportunity. But then I moved to Atlanta and I was like, well, I might as well just go for the Falcons. And yeah, I mean, unforgettable experience. The the, the challenges and the opportunities and just like having to grow as a, a professional, like it wasn't like college anymore where you can just like have fun, whatever, blah, blah. This was like, you represent a, an NFL organization. You're also an officer in the military. Like the, the ante just went up and from going to, you know, events for large companies to traveling, they tra- they um, had us go over to Hong Kong to be in the Chinese New Year parade. Um, we were the NFL team picked that year to go over and march, like almost like the Macy's Day parade, but in Hong Kong. And it was insane. And just so it's like, when you have those opportunities, it completely changes your life. And the relationships you build with these women, it, they become like your sisters, even though you're with them for only a season. So I'm just so forever grateful. And my coaches, they taught me so much about being a young woman um, in Atlanta. And, you know, I like to be completely honest with every woman here. I feel like there's just different avenues that you can take as a woman. And I almost kind of got into the like trying to be in like the whole modeling scene and like 
being a little, you know, extra sexy and just kind of like, you know, leaning into that side and which is totally fine. But um, what my with cheering with the NFL taught me was there's a balance and you can conduct yourself becoming of, you know, just be, you know, becoming of a woman. And there's, and I'm just really grateful because I feel like if I went down the other path, I just don't know where I would, you know, I would be today. And it's, it's just like women realizing you're more than a pretty face. You're more than a a great body. You're more than this. You're so much more, you have so much more to offer and finding out a way to, you know, capitalize on those opportunities. So NFL cheerleading, it's such a special space and I think it has a lot of room to grow, but the retreats that we're planning really leans into allowing women to build their personal brands and to know how to start a business, to know how to leverage the exposure that they get being in the NFL space and and knowing how to optimize that opportunity. And it's like, we want to teach them that as much as teaching them how to dance because it's all it all is a stepping stone to the next version of yourself and you should be leveling up. So I'm, I love the retreats. They're amazing. We are going to Houston this year to pitch to all of the NFL cheer directors. um, And hopefully we'll get some contracts signed and be the go-to retreat company for all the NFL cheer teams. So it's an amazing, um, it's amazing time. Congrats on that and uh, definitely good luck um, with those contracts in the future because I think that it's definitely important to notate like that's the change that's happening in a lot of these different industries, specifically in the sports realm and with cheer and stuff like that, right? With name, image, likeness, I've been saying this before, the no marketing scholarships, it's happening not only for these college athletes that are on the field, but off the field and as well as everybody supporting, you know, as well and the cheerleaders, right? It's the same thing. You need to build your brand. That's the most important thing. You need to own your brand and you need to know how to market your brand in order to have any sort of say with what you get or how you want to position yourself in this world. Right. So it's definitely exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. How many years in between um, uh, participating in the cheerleading team as a professional to creating Torch, Woman, Torch Warrior Wear? I was, I launched it the same year I was chair with the Niners. Um, I launched it in June of 2021 and I was on the team, had made the team in May. And so I launched it in June. Solid. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Congrats on that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Been through the pandemic and all that. Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) Well, that was fun. (laughs) No, for sure. Okay. Well, we are going to wrap up, I guess. Michael, if you don't have anything else. Um, I got one last Haley. question. Okay, well. This is just a fun one. one. I'm sorry. Right. Did you participate yeah. in THON at PSU? You know, Michael, um, I feel like every time THON was going on, I had a tournament, like a basketball oh. tournament or something like that. So I really, <laughs> I think I've been, I went to support some of the dancers, but um, I was always busy during THON. It was so weird, but incredible i love it but yeah never was able to go okay okay i think it's yeah. still open to alumni so you might have a chance to oh good point great point great point yes yes <laughs> when is it when is it uh what is it? if it's not march i know a psu friend's gonna get mad at me but let me see <laughs> when it is you it's coming up here michael Mm-mm. Nah, mm. 
Not yet. Mm-hmm. Unless we could do like a live recording while dancing. Hey, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. <laughs> it might be a little bit We'll see. Yeah. Well, I am going back to Penn State in March for Penn State Startup Week. Oh, okay. wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be there. Are you guys going to be there? I think that's where we met last year, right? Is that um, how we all connected? If not, I know um, Shemrar, he's been really helping connect us across like the ecosystem. This might be our, our first like time meeting even virtually. So hopefully we yeah. get a chance to meet in person as well. Yeah, and actually, now that you mention it, we might ask Shamroy to see if he can plug us over there because we'll we'll probably end up over there anyways because that should be a good event for us to attend. We're trying to like get a handle on the DMV area that's close enough. I mean, it's within two hours. It's not it's not steep or anything, so we could do that. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. cool. Well, Sweet. thank you so much, Haley, for joining us today on another episode of Why Y'all Working. It was a pleasure having you on, learning about Torch Warrior Woman Wear. Um, and you. you know, getting to understand your background and experiences as an entrepreneur today in this world. Um, we understand your purpose and we appreciate it. Um, we appreciate what you do for other women like yourself and future women to follow in your footsteps. Um, and Michael, you. you know, what do you say? What do you got left for us? <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, this podcast is about people that choose to work, whether it's to provide for their family, um, to explore a new path and chart uncharted territory. Uh, I can't think of a better episode and a better person uh, and a better figure, you know, when in the space to follow other than Haley. So um, appreciate what you're doing. I'm super excited for the announcement and the, the opportunity that's going to be coming very soon. We can't this is our first like exclusive. We're not dropping it, but it's still an exclusive. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for inspiring the, the people around us. <laughs> thank you so much, Michael. Thank you, Alaire. I appreciate it so much. You guys are awesome. And I cannot thank you enough for giving us a platform to share why we do what we do. So keep going. Thanks. And where can we get in contact, um, pre-order, follow? Please let people know how they can engage with you. Yeah, head on over to torchwarriorwear.com or find us on Instagram at torch underscore warriorwear. Perfect. Appreciate it. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Thank you. Peace.